Hi, hello, welcome to the Pink Book Podcast. I'm your host, Martina Jordine. On this podcast, I will be speaking to a variety of creatives and media professionals that are currently succeeding in roles that you may or may not know exist. I will also be providing you with tips on how to elevate your brand through discussions about branding, marketing, and so much more. So if you are a creative, want to learn more about the business side of the industry, or just want to get motivated by someone else's career progression, this is the podcast for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. And don't forget to take notes. Hello, welcome back to this week's episode. I am here with the amazing Emma. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice to be on this side of the mic. Yeah, definitely. So the reason she says that is because she's one third of the Rice at Home podcast. Yes. Well, today she's here to talk about copywriting. And for those of you that don't know what copywriting in is, it's pretty much the written advertising promotional content kind of that's mm-hmm. what I got off the internet so let's just see what <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's just see what I'm asked to say what would you use to, like what words would you use to describe copywriting um it depends because there are different types of copywriting okay. um so direct response is really what I do okay. but I have dabbled I'm currently even dabbling in something else but um direct response is words writing words or writing words that can be spoken um which will sell now not later okay um so the whole point is to get someone to look at that read that and think oh my gosh i need that right now and literally buy it right there and then um there's also content copywriting which is essentially i guess more of a branding move um just great words pieced together um to get someone hooked ready for them to come back right again whenever you publish any piece of content um I'd, I'd say those are the big two but you see more of content copywriting everywhere okay. in terms of blogs um in terms of even social media like mini blogging like twitter or even um instagram tumblr if people st- yeah 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 so but the latter is what i do which is that response okay so let's talk more about how you even decided that copywriting was something that you wanted to do because um prior to actually coming across you on like social media um i've obviously seen content like the content that you distribute but i never knew what it was i was just kind of like like this person's triggering me or <laughs> this person's like really trying to sell something to me or like i feel really inclined to buy something but i had no idea that it had a name yeah so how did you come across copywriting and what made you like think okay cool this is this is me um so basically i got into marketing because i thought first and foremost anything that i do i need to know how to get it in the eyes of the people that need to buy it um but i was kind of just like social media is okay you know learning instagram yeah all of that good stuff but it wasn't really like where's the money at you know like, <laughs> like where's the money like okay great you know you post a couple pictures on instagram and you know somehow money's supposed yeah, to appear it's just a bit more long yeah term. like it's not even like i i mind in terms of it being more of a long-term strategy for sales and for brand building and everything but i don't know my heart wasn't there so i appreciate you know the platforms that we have to promote but i don't necessarily wish to do all of that yeah i'm not that person so obviously the other people out there don't do that (laughs) so now i am on twitter one day that that beautiful place literally twitter is the reason why i'm who i am today i stumbled across someone who was a copywriter and i was like what the hell is this like i thought copywriting was that law thing you know that the legal stuff that you know you can't post someone's music like that's literally what i thought it was and then turns out it was exactly what i was looking for but i had no idea it had a name yeah um so i was just like words that sell i like writing i like selling things (laughs) i need to know how to sell things in order to become a business person so let me look and see what this is all about and then i had a look (laughs) and i fell in love straight away um i was i do you know what as soon as you start looking into copywriting you start to realize it's everywhere okay yeah the good and the bad (laughs) 
so the bad ways of selling and the great ways of selling um so you can't unsee it um and it's literally anywhere like the ads that you see before you watch a youtube video the ads that you scroll through on facebook if you use facebook <laughs> and instagram twitter even as well because they have ads there as well even twitter alone is just a pool of copy now the 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 tweets that get you know viral that was good copy now they probably aren't selling anything if they were selling something that would be great for them yeah so i was like oh how do you do that like how do you go viral on twitter that's so strange i don't know like it was so funny because i was just scratching my head like nah these lot must be smoking some crack or something because yeah what is it is there a strategy to this it's definitely interesting you saying that because now you're always viral like literally always <laughs> it's just like i might see the tweet at like no retweets and then i come back like 4 p.m looking thousands and it's just so amazing that you are once at a point where you kind of didn't even know what copywriting was yeah um it's practice like absolute practice and it was so dire in the beginning because i was like oh, i feel like i'm crap no one like no one really cared about my tweets anyway and all of a sudden i just started to post some pretty decent content and it's really just putting a great offer or some great value in front of people and piecing it in the right way um a lot of people think copywriting is just great you know um i don't know just great writing but it's not it's really a science and it's something that you have to master and it's more of a construction rather than creativity but then there's still creativity in it because you have to find a hundred different ways to sell the same thing and that's definitely what i've been able to do through practicing through twitter because i'm literally saying the same thing every single time in my tweets but yeah. no one realizes get up and go to work <laughs> get up and do what you have to do yeah it's the same thing it's just repackaged so that's where the creativity is um but essentially it's just using human psychology using people's emotions using what they care about what they exhibit out into the world and just using that to show them that okay here's a solution to your problem that's really all it is um i I'm not really for scammers. I'm not a scammer myself. People who have terrible products that they're trying to promote through copywriting, I, I'm not for that. But it's all about, like great copywriting is matched with a great offer. So what would be a great offer? Um, it depends. Like a lot of people think a lot of things are scammy, right? Okay. Um, I've taken some courses in my time to learn faster because i was just like do you know what i'd rather pay to learn quicker than to try and scoundrel over the whole internet looking for so many different people's opinions on the same thing um so i just paid for organized knowledge but i was sold by that specific person who i bought the course from because they had amazing copy but the course was amazing because it really went through everything as well as their own personal experiences so this this was something that you just can't find anywhere else yeah um even like reaching out to clients you know um different templates of emails that they sent out to clients um and just real world experience alongside just the principles of copywriting and um how to formulate and structure you know some things as well so i guess a, a great offer is just something that's completely authentic and that is truth like 100% truth what I'm saying is the truth like this is going to happen for you if you use this product the way I say you use it essentially okay so what was your first step like so once you've once you realized okay so I found copywriting this is me where did you go next um so I looked at the guy that was following me on Twitter and I'd seen that there's a cute there's a few people and if you follow me on twitter you'd actually see me interacting with some of these guys um i literally just went onto their email list because they talk about it every day like every day they email every single day and this is just them and a lot of people would think that's effort and how many times can you say the same thing but again that's the whole thing about copywriting you have to find a million ways to sell the same thing but there are so many different um ways that they sold same idea of just success and just building a life that you want for yourself through copywriting 
some of them would just talk about copywriting some of them would talk about other things but i literally got exposed to how this works and just what great copywriting looks like um and then i looked at all the free resources that i could find so copy blogger was the first thing that i did i there's like i don't even know like 20 or 25 by the way copyblogger.com you'll thank me later um literally i that's what i tell anybody who reaches out to me is, oh how can i get into copyright <laughs> go go there and download like 25 free pdfs like 100 pages just of free content that should not be free <laughs> and it's just all there like it will literally give you the best foundation ever best free foundation ever um and just all things copy in terms of headlines and just storytelling or um emotions and how to not manipulate them but how to use other people's emotions to produce content to produce content that they'll actually um engage with that's really what it's all about it's just getting into someone's head writing as if you're them so that you speak their language and then once they see it they know that this is for them so then they buy into whatever you're selling okay so we're gonna take it back for a second so you discovered copywriting and this is what you do now alongside podcasting and you probably do other things as well um but what was it that you kind of what was it that you wanted to do beforehand uh, um <laughs> uh what i want to do beforehand even know do you know we we're actually talking about it the other day um me and the guys because we were like how were we gonna get where we were gonna like how were we gonna get where we wanted to be before copywriting came about <laughs> and yeah. we were confused like i don't even know <laughs> because that's really what the vehicle is now but i guess before i was helping brands with them i guess their branding their social media um which which that part i do enjoy i just hate actual like management of social media yeah but i like branding i like social media so um that's probably what i would be doing right now if i didn't go into copywriting okay was there a particular reason as to why you wanted to or why you or you know like fell into doing branding social media and that kind of stuff um i just thought it was really interesting i can't even lie um watching all these youtubers rise you know watching them from day when youtube was not what it is today 2008 i don't even remember how old i was but <laughs> just, i was young and i was addicted that's li that was literally what i was doing all day every day that's all i knew um watching the rise of them and then how they transitioned onto like instagram and you know some of them twitter um and just looking at that journey and seeing how they built their brands and how now they adapted to how the platforms you know their updates and everything that was really really interesting to me and i just love storytelling and creativity so that's kind of how i fell into it and i just understood the science of it because i understand people and i guess that's what's been helping me out throughout this whole journey of mine i guess okay so you've kind of always had this passion for storytelling and do you believe that that passion has definitely helped you with your copywriting skills for sure um i'm a big tv girl movie girl like books everything to do with stories that's just me um and especially with copywriting if i didn't know people i would not be anywhere like i would not have one retweet i would not have you know a client i would not have <laughs> any money basically like for now because that's all i do now um because that's all you have to know that's really the the main point it's not even like take away all the different strategies and tactics that you can use if you don't understand people not your content is just not gonna gravitate towards them okay so let's talk about understanding people how does one learn to understand <laughs> people because even on like a day-to-day -day basis where i'm not trying to do copywriting there are definitely things people do where i might think hmm why did you do that i wouldn't necessarily have done that if i was you or hmm that was interesting so coming from um the perspective of this is like i need to understand people in order for me to actually make money what like what's step one how do you do it um the easiest thing is to learn psychology okay yeah I, the thing is i've been studying psychology since i was 16 in um 
16, 16, whatever that thing is. 16 A-levels. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an August baby, so Ooh, I feel like I was 15. Maybe GCSE? No. Because I... Did I do GCSE? I feel no. like I was 16. A-levels. Maybe. I was 16, yes. Yeah. I was 16. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just graduated from... Um, university yeah congratulations thank you very much <laughs> glad that's over um <laughs> yeah with a psychology degree so i've been doing psychology for a while now so but even before then i was just really curious i was very quiet which sounds weird because i speak a lot yeah but <laughs> i speak a lot in areas that i'm comfortable um but i was just always observing everybody and i just kind of put dots together so I'd look at someone's behavior and be like it, did they do this because like this happened in their life and then now this is like playing out in this situation and nine times out of ten it would be right okay. um but yeah just for a normal person like just look at anything to do with psychology just type in human psychology or consumer psychology um into google and just look at it and just i don't know open up pages or open up documents you know microsoft word and just Slap, start slapping in like some cell psychology human psychology consumer psychology stuff that you see on the internet for free you'll start to understand okay so women are more inclined to do this this that or buy um for xyz reason versus men because men women different and then not even just men and women there's so many different kinds of men and women so there are people who like art there are people who like sports there are people who like fitness there are people who like health there are people who like wealth um how do you now cater them um what are their insecurities so someone with wealth they obviously don't have money because they don't have money they can't go on as many holidays as they'll like or they can't go out with their friends or you know they have to save and they'd rather go on shopping sprees every two weeks so you use those things and it's on the internet <laughs> it's all on there because if you go onto, I don't even know, how would I say this? For example, if you're selling a dog collar, right? Yeah. You type in dog owners forums. You'll find dog owners forums. You'll see dog owners talking about collars. You'll now see them talking about the different kinds of collars that they bought for their dogs, the ones they liked, the ones they didn't like. The ones they didn't like, you'll see why they didn't like them. You'll see the ones that they bought and the ones that they liked, why they liked them. Now you understand what they're looking for in a dog collar product and what they aren't looking for. Oh, wouldn't that make it more easy for you to sell them a dog collar product now? Okay. So what I've just got from that is um, a big part of having successful copy is kind of doing your market research, which is also, I know, a service that you offer ah. that we've benefited from um yeah so so it's definitely knowing what is out there and kind of like if you are working maybe not for yourself but for a particular brand and you're trying to do their copy it's kind of researching the the other brands and businesses in their sector and kind of understanding like what is it that people are asking for and what is it that people don't like from that brand and mm -hmm. brands just like it am i right yeah um and to be honest yeah I want to make this clear. You don't have to work for a company as a freelancer or as a business owner to be a copywriter. Yeah, so you can do it on your own. You can you you yourself can sell your own products and still be a copywriter because you are practicing the art of copy. So this is not just like okay, yeah, this is going to help other people sell things. Yeah, no, so you this you is directly things. towards your success as well. It has helped me, and to be honest, I didn't have clients up until like a month and a half ago. I still called myself a copywriter though. Okay. Because I was able to sell something. So anyone who's thinking of copywriting, deep dive into the free stuff that I've just told you and try and sell something. Because if you can't sell something, you're not a great copywriter and the thing is that's fine but you need to get better yeah and the only way to get better is to have something to sell so if you can't get a client or if you're not comfortable to have a client then find something to sell make something of your own or do affiliate okay. find something that you believe in and sell it okay 
would you say that um this obviously practice is great and stuff but would you say that um an aspiring copywriter could benefit from possibly taking bad and good copy and just kind of like analyzing it the same way that you did in of course english yeah um that's really something i forgot (laughs) (laughs) there's a whole new step right now sorry guys i went a little bit too forward Um, (laughs) sorry (laughs) so basically you need to create something called a swipe file so in terms of being aware of what's going on around you and all the ads that are going on around you and take off ad blocker by the way you are doing yourself a disservice if you're trying to be a copywriter or a marketer and you are blocking the very ads that are trying to get you so if they're good ads literally screenshot it on your phone and put that into a folder called a swipe file that'll basically help you with inspiration um and do you remember when when i said um copywriting isn't more so about creativity but rather construction yes so it's about piecing together different things and just adding your own flair so i could literally look at a whole article or a whole sales letter a whole landing page and it was really good and i'll just be like okay put that in my swipe file do i need inspiration today yes i'll go and look at that and i'll literally rewrite it okay that sounds so like it's it sounds bad but then it's it's not copying it's it sounds strange right yeah because that's that's against everything you've ever learned in your life like yeah you know what is that like you go to no, and you've got like plagiarism yeah like you have literally been taught do like do not do this stuff like just bring it out of yourself no 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 that's not how it works this copywriting it demands you to see great marketers and for you to steal from them yeah so so in the field of like copywriting imitation is can can benefit you in a sense yeah but again i think it's more so imitation plus adding your own flair so it's still like a level of you yeah but you now have looked at great copy and been able to adapt it into your voice but the thing is now you've created your own piece you've become better because you'd had nothing before you had no legs to stand on before you needed that so now once you start doing more and more and more, you start developing your own voice, but you're never going to get rid of the swipe file. That's always, it just, always has to be there. You you're just, just keep gonna, on building onto exactly. it. Exactly. The um, bigger your swipe file, the better for you, boy. Um, I've been, I've, you can How long have you on, been building yours for? Huh? How long have you been building? It depends. <laughs> because I don't, like, I've only just started to um, collate them into one place. Okay. I, ha- I, I had different places for them. <laughs> or, um, there's actually a, a website called swipe.co. Okay. Swipe.co. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Has loads and loads of ads there. I know some of them are very old and you might think they're old so they're not going to work now. But the principles of copy have been running for centuries and they still work today because, again, humans don't change. So, yeah. Just we think you know, we do but we don't like <laughs> move around a couple of words and then you're cool but at the end of the day humans don't change so old kind of recent um you'll be lucky if you find a recent one that's good <laughs> but you why, be able why to do tell. you say that do you know what it's a dying art okay. like that response isn't something that people are looking for but they don't rem- like they don't realize they need it like it was really really big in like the 40s and 50s and then it was really really big again in the 80s and now there's like another renaissance but to be honest the reason why i know that it's not big is because i now look at like everyone else's copy and think this is trash so especially british people oh my god they don't care they're so nonchalant about it <laughs> like in terms of like how they market they're just so like i don't know they just don't put a lot of effort or they just think like yeah this is all right do you think that there's a particular reason for that is it to do more of the consumers kind of being a bit more um gullible and willing to buy anything without the brand having to put that much effort into like their ads and stuff or are we just not do we just not have good copywriters in the uk i can't now, I can't say, like, the whole British <laughs> copyright industry is trash. <laughs> I am just a beginner. Like, I can't I can't say that. But what I can say is what I've seen is British people like to play it safe. Um, a lot of people, a lot of British people have only started to take marketing seriously. 
Um, even like the emails that you receive from brands, they're so bloody lazy. They just stick a picture and like, yeah, 50% off. And it's like, why? Why? <laughs> like, just because there's a sale, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like, why should, I- why should I buy? If you put a couple of texts talking about a bloody story about how, you know, buying a piece of... I can't even think of a random story right now that would that would sell. But actually, let me try. <laughs> this is a challenge. Okay, so if I was selling supplements, right? Yes. And they were fat burner s- supplements. I'm not going to look at a fat burner supplement, you know, slapped picture on an email saying 50% off and be like, yeah, let's go. Like, we're just, You have to, why? Convince me. So it, what if I count down the days of summer? Oh, don't you want to look good in your bikini? Don't you want to look great running, you know, across the beach? Don't you want to have a carefree summer? Yeah. Don't you want to look good this summer? Don't you don't you want to be able to wear anything this summer? We all know. Like now you're tapping into something. Yeah, here. and then you've got it, them that thinking. was not a great example. I'm <laughs> under pressure. Okay. <laughs> well, you've got you've got you've got them thinking, and they're kind of because you've got them there. It's easier to. Yeah, it's about creating a buying environment. Yeah. It's not the same thing, but I used to work in like makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always used to say that once you get someone in the chair. Um, and you think it's down, not the same thing? It's the same thing, love. Okay. So they, used to, <laughs> <laughs> so they used to say that getting someone into the chair, like once they've sat down, they're kind of more relaxed. So they're more willing to sit. They might have just been willing to try a foundation, but now they're sitting down and they're comfortable. They're willing to, you know, maybe a concealer or a lipstick. And you can just kind of persuade them into mm-hmm. buying it's, it's the same thing you're just saying it verbally okay you know um so don't think that copy isn't in video form it's in video it's in audio like audio it's in written it can be anywhere so we're all kind of doing it yeah even me if, yeah so if you're doing um us at the moment kind of you know if you're working a sales assistant job you're s- selling something we're just not calling ourselves copywriters because it's not what we do in yeah. that sense because it's all sales yeah it's all sales and the better you are understanding how words piece together create something magical the better you are at selling and the more money you're gonna make and that's just a byproduct just like if you don't care about money but you just want to be a great salesperson your your pocket's gonna be fat because that's just the byproduct yeah so yeah Okay, so recently brands have kind of been shifting towards like making themselves more accessible through like texting their customers and like add us on WhatsApp and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm going to read you one of the many texts that Femlux Finery have sent to me. Okay. And I just kind of want your opinion on this. They send me like, they literally text me more than my mom does. (laughs) (laughs) So on the 28th of January, they sent me a message saying... 50% 50% off everything, exclamation mark, including all sale collections, exclamation mark. Type Femlux on Google to find us. Enter code 50, 50 off on checkout and then to opt out XYZ. What's your opinion on that? You're f- no one can see you, but your face is kind of just like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mike is trying to attack me. Um, oh... It's just like, I don't understand. Like, okay, so that's a tactic, right? It's just urgency. So the sale is happening. Now. 50% off. It's going to stop. You have to, if you don't get in right now, you're going to miss the sale and you're going to be pissed because you're going to go back one day on the website and think, oh, that sale. I should have just gone on that sale to see if I was going to buy something. (sighs) No. They've used a tactic, but the principles are lost. Um, and by the way, everything I'm saying right now is I'm constantly using, like I'm talking to myself as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going get better, okay? Um, it would have been a lot greater if it was like, you remember that pair of shoes? The thing is, they don't even know. Like, they don't know you like that. It's really hard for me to understand how to sell clothes when they aren't attached to a certain type of person or a niche. If it's just like clothes... That's why I stay away from that. Okay. So going on to that point, now not only are brands own like texting you and WhatsApp, they're also going to your social media. So yeah. um I know Fashion Nova does this. Uh-huh. Um 
if you allow them to, they will send you notifications on Facebook when you haven't fulfilled a purchase. Um, so they'll be like, um, I wish I could get something mm-hmm. up. They'll be like, you know, don't you want to go yeah. and get the dress? Mm-hmm. Here's the dress. And they'll send you the link to the dress. Here's the dress. Yeah, they're don't using chatbots it? now. Yeah, funny enough, I'm I'm building a chatbot right now. But that's very interesting. Hmm. <laughs> the thing is, it's, it's great. Like, if they used a little bit more direct response and if they had, like, I, I think of Fashion Nova and I'm just thinking... What is the feeling that Fashion Nova give you? Like, what, what, what do you have in your head when you think Fashion Nova? Like, if you can name me a, an emotion or a couple of emotions, what, what do they make you feel like? I feel like at the minute, um, Fashion Nova is kind of like Instagram baddie, influencer, you know, um, show stopping, you know, all eyes on me. It's kind of like if you want to go somewhere for something affordable, um, but still look amazing, then fashion over is your place if you don't mind waiting depending on where you are in the world um an extra couple of days if you're in the uk or weeks or whatever um then yeah fashion over is your go-to place that's how i feel and um, because especially now where they're utilizing a lot of influencers and people that have a lot of following it's kind of like they're everywhere mm. and it's like you want to if you want to be like let's say nella rose who works with them a lot then you're gonna want to it kind of gives you that me and nella are the same i'm just as amazing as Nella is and stuff like so that. So it's like, oh, I'm an influencer. Yeah. Okay. I'm a baddie. Yeah. Like you I couldn't l- have put that in the text? <laughs> like, you couldn't have put that in the text? Like, 50% off. Like, not even 50% off, but like, why are you waiting to be the baddie that you need to be? Okay. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you'll be like, right. Am I waiting? <laughs> okay, babe. And you got a sale on. Okay, let me just run over real quick and let me purchase that. Like, just that one line. I haven't even said anything else. Like, yeah, but already. Why like- are you waiting to be a baddie? Like, go ahead. That event that you're supposed to go. Here's look bad. Yeah. Be the bad girl that you want to be. Okay, so be the bad. Be the bad girl that the guys need you to be. Because guess what? Some girls. I said some. For yes, reason. definitely some, some girls are looking bad for somebody else. Yeah, that's a motivator. It's kind of so. I guess in this sense, it's more to do with tapping into what people want and like, the, like you've been saying this anyway. Like the feelings that people have towards certain things. So, like, mm-hmm. how do people feel when they wear your clothes? And I guess maybe I'm not entirely sure, but maybe focus groups or whatever, like, or maybe even just being like present on social media or where your customers are based will definitely help you to produce better copy. Of or- course. Yeah, for sure. Um, just a quick one. Um, there are like the three biggest niches because they're the three most emotional niches in copy are health, wealth, and relationships you can obviously understand why they're uh, the biggest because <laughs> there's so much healthy. money in them, but <laughs> everyone. everyone is involved in those three things. Yeah. Like no one in this world isn't involved in health. Yeah. Everyone needs to know that they're alive. First and yeah. foremost, <laughs> their their heart is beating, their lungs are pumping, you know, kidneys doing its thing. And then, you know, also I want to look good because that is, you know, associated with so many things, you know, self-esteem, um, whether I'm going out or not. Um, whether I'm wearing a certain thing, like ugh, that's that with health and then wealth, that just dictates my whole life and how I live my life. Like yeah. whether I'm living in a slump or whether, whether I'm living in a penthouse, if I can make more money or save more money, then um, I'm going where you are. And if I can have an amazing relationship, which brings me joy, fulfillment, companionship, you know, the chance for a family, chance to pop out some babies, Hell yeah, I'm gonna go where you can take me. So those okay. are the reason why, like, those three are the biggest niches. That's you know what this conversation, like, so like I said to you initially, like I've this isn't something that I'm familiar with, um, and the whole point of this podcast is not only to educate other people about the different careers that are available to them, um, it's also to educate myself even further because obviously in order, f- like, so co- being a good copywriter would definitely benefit me mm-hmm. in terms of even running like this platform and mm-hmm. making people listen to the podcast yeah um so this conversation is really like 
I'm list like I'm listening and I'm learning and I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just kind of want to ask, um, where it's kind of like something that you do every day, but people don't necessarily know that you're doing it, and it involves like feelings and like making sure that you know what people are feeling towards a certain thing do you feel like it's very easy to well okay personally I feel like in the current climate that we are everyone's kind of a bit hypersensitive so like earlier when you're talking about the slimming pills you said you said something about like don't you want to look good in your bikini but someone might come and say but I think slimming was it slimming world or protein world oh um, I think I love them though (laughs) <laughs> oh no what have they done i think protein world last summer i think 2018 2017 something like that they did some a summer campaign and it was pretty much everywhere tube stations buses and there was a lady and something about something about getting bikini body ready and mm-hmm. she she was kind of like toned stomach um i don't think it was too much to do with her skin tone but it's more to do with the fact that you're telling me that i can't wear my bikini unless i look like this um so as a copywriter how do you go about creating great copy that helps to sell the product that you need? So, for example, slimming pills, because you need to sell them without alienating and um, humiliating or, like, violating your customer. So this is something I've had to learn via Twitter with everything that I do. Um, <clears throat> because somehow I've been able to make a voice that triggers you like differently like triggers you like wow Emma, you don't need to do that yeah and yet i still i still somehow (laughs) don't even offend the amount of people i think i'm gonna offend um and it's really about polarization that's another thing like what is so for someone that doesn't know what that means what i don't really know the textbook definition but let's see what i think polarization is it's just like something that's so shocking you're just like oh my god like what like it either like makes you do something positive or do something not necessarily negative but okay okay so you find the thing and then let me just explain (laughs) according to the google dictionary thing um polarization is one of two things it's yeah so we're going to go over the one thing because the other one's completely it's physics related okay Um, so polarization is a division into two sharply contrasting groups or sets of opinions or beliefs yes so ah yes basically copy is not like (sighs) copy is not for everyone like in terms of the copy you produce is not for everyone you have to make yourself distinct um you have to make people know that this is either for you or this is not for you so if you're reading a piece of copy and you resonate with it it means that copy also alienated someone else yes do you understand so the people who now troll me when i tweet because they like, like, oh, these platitudes are crap and shut up. I'm on no one gives crap. And yeah, I have 10K retweets. Do you see what I'm saying? So someone, like, so it's someone like, clearly oh, does. Oh, someone doesn't give a crap or someone completely disagrees with what I'm doing yet. So many people do. So many people do. So you're going to have there's the haters and, you know, the riders, the ride or divers, those people. So, so I, sorry. So I guess you kind of, so when you go into copy, like when you start, obviously you're still learning but once you kind of get your foot in and you get your you find your voice you also have to kind of find your niche and kind of know exactly who it is that you're you're targeting because once you've um identified a target audience you don't alienating people isn't a worry because you know that regardless of the amount of people that you alienate your copy will reach the people that you need it to yeah so that well i I think that's more on the personal brand side or like okay if you have a brand and you're using copy to fuel your brand, not necessarily p- people who are working for brands. Okay. Um, that applies to them. So obviously, thankfully, I have the foot in both, like I have a foot in both doors. Um, so for me, I had to be like, okay, what do I want to be centered around? Now, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very strategic with what I'm doing right now. So right now I'm talking a lot about mindset because I have a mindset product. Yeah. So I'm talking about it to sell the product. But I also believe in what I'm saying. It's not like it's wrong, but that's essentially there's, there's the goal. A, there's, there's a the reason goal is for it. to sell. That's the whole point of copy or direct response anyways. The whole point is to sell. So I'm not talking about mindset. But then as soon as I switch to marketing advice, then my copy is going to be different. 
but I position myself as three things: so marketing, mindset, and money. Okay. So that's what I do. But then, in with all of that, it's more of like building a lifestyle you've always wanted. Okay, so it's so even though they're all kind of different, they all kind of have. They one all common ground. are the same thing. Like they all are, you know, related to one another. So, so no one can say that it doesn't make sense for you to speak it, about that. Exactly. It might be a shift, but it's not too far gone for you to be like. Okay, Emma. Yeah. Let's stop there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally. So, it's about now. That now that's brand positioning. So you position yourself the way you want. If if it's just pure fitness, you want to do, cool. Okay. So how are you gonna now get you know people's eyes on your content? You have to make. (laughs) You basically have to tell people they're not they're fat, but why are you you know why are you eating those donuts? Why are you eating that popcorn? Why why are you swallowing those pizzas when you know in 50 days when it's summer, you're going to be hiding in your house because you didn't build your your summer body? Yeah. That kind of content. And then people will be like, oh. Okay. They're right. (laughs) Well, do you have something for me? And then the next tweet is something else. And then the next tweet is, well, I have a fitness guide. Yeah. Or I do one-on-one personal training sessions. So if you want to holler at me. Go ahead, and yeah. Okay. I'm coming. Because you've you position, you've positioned yourself as an expert. And you've also triggered enough people to now, you know, for now for them to see your offer. That's really the point. So you have to distinguish who you're talking to and then talk to them how... Either they need to be told, like, how they need to be spoken to or how they want to be spoken to. Because you'd be surprised, as much as people think that polarization is bad, these people want to be spoken to that way. Yeah, some people need it. And it's kind of, I guess, I guess it's kind of like, even like with friendships, I know there's certain friends that I can tell them exactly how it is. And some friends I have to sugarcoat things with. I just can't tell them that, like, you know, you need, I can tell someone, like, okay, you've been sleeping on yourself, you've been, you haven't been working hard enough, you need to do better. And that will, be everything like, right, oh, okay yeah all right but if i now go and tell <laughs> that to my friend that's a bit more sensitive and needs a bit more you know quote-unquote babying like that's too much for mm-hmm. them and i've done the complete opposite of motivating them to do whatever it is that i was asking them to do yeah like they just kind of feel a bit crap and now they're just like you know what i'm just gonna stay here <laughs> i'm not gonna do anything anymore yeah so <sighs> it's, it's it's quite a lot it, it there's so much to it and i've i've been you know, looking at this. To be honest, I have not been taking it seriously. Let me let me not even lie. You've been no. doing for someone that hasn't been taking it seriously. You've been you've been doing really well because I think I've been following you for quite some time. So you're on the panel for the event in November, mm-hmm. and I think I was following you for like three months before that. So it's been some time, but like you literally you go viral like five hundred <laughs> times, five hundred times a day, <laughs> like literally, and you. Okay, so this, you tweet so much and <laughs> it's like me who like tries to tweet like, you know, at least 10 times a day. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what, 10 times, I can't even do that. <laughs> like how, I just want to know. So I think I saw, I think I can't remember where I saw it, but I think apparently 40 times is the amount of times that you should tweet. Um, And it's either like eight different topics sorry maths is if this is wrong maths isn't my thing eight different topics five times or five different topics eight times was that correct yeah that's like a way like there's so many different ways to go about it um so how i have not been tweeting 40 times i used to okay so how did how how i guess that's is it live tweeting or is is it a combination of like tweeting on the go and scheduled tweets um you know hootsuite buffer and all of those scheduling apps um how do you tweet 40 times a day (laughs) (laughs) she's like how how? i don't know how to do it um okay so first and foremost again you gotta know what you're talking about who are you first and foremost who are you so let's figure that out once you figure that out okay let's look for some inspiration because remember copyright is still like an artist swipe swipe still the same thing we yeah. we we look i i personally have a mixture of original and swiped content but isn't everything swiped nothing is new yeah. under the sun 
so sometimes when I'm feeling like oh, having a bit of a hard time, um, I'll look on Instagram and I'll just hammer it, you know? I'll just be like, boom, I'm a, because now I've created a voice, so it's a lot yeah. easier. But before, it was quite a lot. My my copy was quite harsh. Um, I was talking about things that I didn't necessarily need to be talking about in terms of like, I haven't been there, so I'm gonna shut up. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because I'm, again, very strategic with what I'm doing. I'm not speaking anything I don't know. I'm a little girl. Okay, so you're, yeah, you're aware. Which is why once I'm more prominent in my marketing space, <laughs> then I will come at everybody with that. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of knowing, remaining true to yourself. Like, yes. Because it's one thing to, everybody hates somebody that's constantly like churning out information and constantly like saying, you know what, be motivated, do all of this stuff, but they're never, they're never motivated. They're literally the most negative person out of their friendship group or in, in the building. So I guess it's kind of making sure that the content that you are promoting is an extension of who you are. Exactly. Which kind of ties back to like branding and like, you know, like making sure that you know, like you're saying, you know exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So literally looking for, um, looking for inspiration anywhere you can. Google quotes are great. Um, whatever you're talking about in terms of, you know, your niche. So if you're in marketing, if you're in business, fitness or wealth or health or anything just look find quotes there are quotes everywhere on instagram on pinterest on google look for them and just okay how can i make this better because this is nice but this can be copified this can be manipulated a little bit um and there's little hacks that i have um i'm not gonna say how i go um how i go viral because i actually have a strategy for that (laughs) i just cannot (laughs) i am probably gonna make you know a product just to because virality is attention and attention is sales. Yeah. So can't give that little secret away, but I can give a few others. Okay. Um, so you realize I put you a lot it's in very, my tweets. It's, it's very personal and it's kind of, um, it's the same with radio. I study radio at uni. And um, one thing that you're not supposed to do is say like, um, like you guys because then it makes it seem like you're talking to more than one person but it's even though the person listening to the radio knows that there's definitely more people listening it's just kind of like they're in maybe like in their car on their own on the way to work and hearing like you and it seems like you're speaking directly to them it's kind of like a more personal exactly intimate relationship copy should feel like there's only you and that person in the room okay so and I was going to tweet like, oh, it's so funny how like my tweets that have you in them are like more likely to go to viral than any other thing that I tweet. Like Anything I tweet about, oh, yeah, marketing this or like, oh, yeah, um, I don't know. I did this. No one gives a crap about me. Yeah. They're not here for me. People are so self-centered. Another copy human psychology hack. No one cares about you. No one cares about what you do. All they care is about how you can help them how you can get them to where you know they want to be or how you can save them from the dark places that they're in okay so if you could do that my friend you're gonna have a a great following (laughs) you're gonna have a lot of money in your pocket and you're gonna help a lot of people because that's hopefully your goal you know to help people because that's mine so (laughs) yeah um okay so we've spoken about a whole bunch of different things um, but I just kind of want to end it with your five tips, like your top tips. So if somebody wanted to go into copy, um, what are the five things that they need to do um, or need to like kind of surround themselves with? So maybe they might need a really good support system or maybe they might need to utilize copy blog or what are your five things that can help someone go from, I don't know what this is to I'm going viral all the time. Okay. Um, first and foremost, don't half-ass it because I've been half-assing it for a while. And there's no fruits that come out of half-assed labor. Like, <laughs> stop it. Like, any any skill that you're trying to build, um, you need to put your all into it. And I don't mean now it's, you know, you, it takes over your whole life. What I mean is just dedicating some some time every single day you know, to practicing it, to looking it up. But you have to write every day. That's, that's, I guess, tip number two. But 
first step don't half us it seriously please i am a product of that and yeah my tweets might go viral but i'm still working on the big stuff in terms of sales pages landing pages email i'm still i've only now just started to really dedicate myself to doing that daily and i should have done it a long time ago because i would have been i would be a much better copywriter if i did that so writing every single day is the second tip you have to write every single day i'm so sorry i'm so sorry to tell you this (laughs) but if you don't write every day it's gonna be a mess for you you have to practice every single day that's when you start developing a voice that's when you'll get better that's when you know you utilizing other people's copy will really benefit you along like 30 days time 90 days time you'll start to realize i am so much better than i was before like and i didn't even realize because you just were writing every day so three um look for great copywriters so i i'm glad i left this to to this part so the kings of copy there are kings there are guys who killed it in back in the day some of them are still alive some of them aren't so um gary halbert h-a-l-b-e-r-t gary halbert he is like a legend um he has this um set of letters called the boron letters you can get them free on google just type in boron letters and he literally talks about many different things focus on his writing but he also talks about like email he talks about direct mail i know direct mail is not a thing that we do right now but just look at his words and how he's doing things because it's all copy um danny um danny i don't know him like that (laughs) (laughs) dan kennedy yeah he's a big one he has you know books no um no bs marketing something like that i think um the ultimate sales letter um so many other things danny yeah again danny what am i doing (laughs) dan kennedy just type in um him or his ads him and gary there's some other ones as well like gene schwartz um loads of different guys just pick a few of them and you can if you can find some modern copywriters to emulate as well if you're smart you'd go my twitter and see who i'm talking to okay yeah because that that's how i know you're serious there's no point me throwing out these words like these ogs cool they're they're accessible you can google them but the the current copywriting guys that are killing it they're on my twitter and if you see me just just focus at what i'm doing not what i'm saying okay Okay. yeah because if you're smart (laughs) focus on what i'm doing not what i'm saying so yeah look at those guys when you find them and just look at their amazing copy like they're just killing it like and they really do have um the legs to stand on when they're speaking on copy so just like how i speak like about mindset and just doing stuff every day they talk about copywriting every day and even like what they're saying their content alone is great but how they're saying it focus on that as well so there's that what am i on now one four so well this would be your fourth one so you've got give 100 percent don't half-ass anything mm-hmm. write every day and look for great copy okay um oh four um okay so start now okay like as soon as you're learning apply this is not like this is something that i was doing but not really like call twitter but in terms of like other things like email or landing pages sales pages or ads i was not doing that um and this is um applicable to people who are writing for clients as well as people who have brands product services that they need to sell this is applicable to you as well um so apply as soon as possible because success really does react on how fast like you take like how fast you take action so as you're applying like you learning and applying at the same time you learn quicker you get better quicker so now that combined with you writing every day 
and you're not half-assing it and like you studying from the grades like everything all ties into and you're like oh my god like wow i'm getting better quicker because i'm actually doing the right thing um what's the cherry on the top so you've done all of this stuff so like you're writing every day and you're giving it your best shot you studied the grades and you studied the currents that are doing amazing things you like you've started what is the one thing um that will just kind of add to it and just kind of be like, okay, cool. You can get from here to here. You're allowed to be a beginner. Okay. So kind of like, don't be hard on yourself, I guess. Like, like you're going to be rubbish. <laughs> like, you're going to be rubbish. Like, imagine me now, because I half-assed it, I'm suffering the consequences. Because, yeah, I've been in copy for a couple of months now, but the fruits are not necessarily where they should be because I half-assed it. So yeah people like on your side might think okay yeah i must doing great but then like the copywriters again that i know i like like even tomorrow i've scheduled um a call with someone who started before started after me but because of him not half-assing it he is better than me i scheduled a call with him and be like okay cool now let let me and you sit down and slash through my landing page because this is trash like the conversions aren't great like in terms conversions i mean attention people click on the landing page um versus who's who actually buys the product so that um i'm i'm very let me not even lie like i'm 100 percent. i'll tell you how it is like where i am at so just be okay with being crap (laughs) and just know it will get better i feel like that needed yeah that point needed to be said because a lot of people hate being at the beginning yeah but that's the only place you can start yeah you can't you can't (laughs) can't start at the end (laughs) that's just not how it works that's not how life works you started in your mom's womb you couldn't you couldn't come out of your mom's womb at 50 like that's just not how it works and I think I can't, I don't know what the quote is, but there's been a quote that's been um, circulating recently and it's a, it's to do with um, like, you can't eat the fruits of the of the plant you... You didn't plant or... Like, or you planted you, yesterday or you... you like yeah. if you've just, if you've just planted a seed, you can't reap the reward straight away. You yeah. have to kind of wait. Um, so I guess, yeah, don't be afraid to just like be a beginner and not know much. But as long as you give 100% write every day and look for great copy and start you can get to where you want to get to but yeah just know that copy is in all facets of business um and if you know copy yeah your business you'll be eaten like you'll be eaten just as long as you can communicate you know your great offer and how you're helping people um as good as you can you'll be fine if you can't fix that up Wow, this has been it's, this has been a very like I've learned a lot, and I hope that you list everyone that's listening has also learned something. Even if you're not looking to be a copywriter and you just kind of you're shifting through the episodes and stuff, um, it was lovely speaking to you and like picking your mind apart about copywriting, um, and I can't wait to see where you get to by the end of the year, and maybe we'll do a like a follow up. Oh <laughs> yeah, girl. Like a follow off and see like where everyone in like let's say season one has has got to buy you know oh yeah twenty oh, twenty <laughs> now oh gosh twenty twenty is gonna be amazing because I'm gonna make it amazing because of what I do this year and also remember any day is a new year okay yeah definitely you don't have to wait till the first I yesterday I made it New Year yesterday <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, I'm like I'm very real with it. Seriously, I'm like all the content that I put out in terms of mindset and stuff. I'm talking to myself yeah. as well as I'm talking to everybody else. But it's important to know that you can actually change any minute, any time, any second, any day. And if you just dedicate that day, like okay, today I'm gonna take myself seriously now. If I'm if I'm saying I'm gonna be successful, I, I have to put in the work. So yeah, yeah. So if somebody wanted to to find you so that they can you know see who you're <laughs> talking to where do where do they go and they go to twitter honey um what's your, that's where i live um, <laughs> where's your what's your twitter a m a a underscore underscore official that's a m a a 
underscore 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 official that's where i'm at that's where i be that's where i live um instagram i'm so sorry not right now um <laughs> like i'm there but i'm not no I, i'm not even there right now i deleted it because it's just a mess um i even deleted twitter too but i'm back now okay i take breaks like mental breaks which are, which is definitely important yeah. definitely important but um thank you for coming and sitting down and talking to me today yeah no worries yeah um can't wait to be back yeah it was a fun combo yeah, it was it was definitely Martina's fun. really doing her thing with this so keep on supporting her podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will be back next week with another episode bye bye And just like that, we've come to the end of this week's episode. If you can't wait until next week, don't worry, it's fine. Just head on over to our website, thepinkbook.co.uk, for more industry-related information. For work experience opportunities and daily tips, follow thepinkbookuk underscore on Twitter and Instagram. I'll see you next week. Bye!